This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free. 800-507-1148. Your pain relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality, and Vern Glenn from CBS affiliate KPIX-TV in San Francisco. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question, and uh, today's theme is going to be football, since we are coming right off of the uh, college football championships and heading into the playoffs uh, for the NFL. And uh, do you guys see that game? Uh, which, which one? Vernon <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, was at the uh, national uh, championship game, but I mean, the, the, the football, the, the playoff games have been spectacular. I yeah. mean, a lot of people disagree. Vernon, I enjoyed watching the national championship game, even though it wasn't close, just because there was some amazing artistry and some incredible plays in that game. Well, I, I just enjoyed covering it. Uh, it, it, it. It's what I can cross off my bucket list. I had never covered a, uh, a Division One NCAA championship yeah. before, and uh, and it was pretty much all it was cracked up to be. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you can make a knock on Levi Stadium, but I think the city of San Jose and Santa Clara did, did about as good as they could uh, le- leading up to the game. And then, uh, boy, I mean, three minutes into the game, I mean, you got three touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's like it was like so, uh, but I uh, it, 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 it was one-sided. It was the worst loss in in, in Nick Saban's coaching history, uh, and um, and uh, boy, to, to, to see for once quiet SEC fans was uh, was, was was really shocking. <laughs> As uh, yeah, SEC, they got hey. Bruce, they got they got to kneel and kiss the ring of the champion. That's right. Yep. And well, the Clemson won it a couple years ago, that, yeah. didn't they? So yes, they did. You know, it's it's become a rivalry. Those two schools, they might as well just play that game and and, and not include anybody else. And, and, and if Nick's going to uh, call for another fake field goal, he might want to have a different player uh, to oh, run man. it out. That was, okay, hey that guys, was tele- gonna, that was telegraphed. Yeah, that, that, man. not the right guy to do it. No. Okay, uh, let's see. This segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over 7.5% secured by real estate. Doesn't get any more conservative than that. Check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101 will continue. We're 
We're here with Mark Humph and Edward Brown of PacificPrivateMoney.com and the best of investing, heard Saturdays at noon. Mark, for our newer listeners, tell us exactly what is Pacific Private Money. So Pacific Private Money is an alternative real estate finance provider. We specialize in making short-term bridge loans to real estate investors and consumers. We're called alternative lenders because we are alternative to banks and conventional lenders. It's just like we are a bank. We're making first mortgages to people who just don't have enough time to get conventional financing. Where are you based? We're based right here in the San Francisco Bay Area, and we only lend in California. So unlike most of these uh, newer crowdfunding and other online lending platforms, we are regionally focused, meaning we truly understand the markets that we're lending in. And Mark, in terms of the funding, where is that capital coming from? All of our loans are funded through private capital. Our investors are mostly Bay Area individuals and families who have chosen what Edward and I call mortgage investing as a way to diversify their investment portfolios and generate above average yields. Imagine it's like a mutual fund, but instead of owning stocks and bonds, we have real estate mortgages in the fund. The one question that every investor asked is, what about the track record? So at Pacific Private Money, we have a nine-year track record with zero losses to our investors. And that's across over 1,200 loans, totaling more than $400 million. Our strategy? It's a way to generate returns currently averaging over 7.5%, all secured by California real estate. And Craig, one of the reasons that our track record is so good is because of the fact that our loan-to-value is very low. In fact, in our fund right now, it's averaging 54%. So nobody wants to default on a loan where it's 54% loan to value. Call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 or visit their website, pacificprivatemoney.com. All investments have inherent risk due to market fluctuation and your individual results may vary based on the investment. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investments or investment strategies. Want to relax and enjoy life in Sonoma County and set aside anxieties? Less than five minutes from an amazing coastal redwood forest, you'll find Sonoma Orchid Inn just across the street from the Russian River with easy access to swim or just lay on the beach. In fact, they'll even provide the beach towels. The Sonoma Orchid Inn is close to wonderful restaurants. Corbell Champagne Cellars is right next door. The Pacific Coast is only 15 miles away with great hikes, whale watching, fishing, and more. The Sonoma Orchid Inn is close to every activity to help you unwind and relax. Check out their website at sonomaorchidinn.com or call them at 707-869-4466. That's the Sonoma Orchid Inn, 707-869-4466 or online at sonomaorchidinn.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Vern Glenn and Bruce McGowan. Um, so first of all, guys, I want to ask a quick question here. Um, with the bowl game, the championship uh, between Clemson and Alabama, I heard something about it's costing the 49ers $15 million. I didn't understand that. All right. Why would that be? It's Why would it cost the yeah. 49ers $15, 15 million. million to host a game? Like, I mean, unless, yeah. I thought they were making unless, money off it. That's what I would think. Unless, Here's the thing. I think I, I think when you when you bid to host a game like that, you have to pay. I mean, there there there, there is a fee if your if your site is selected. That's right. Like for example, for example, next year the the championship game is in New Orleans. So which is so it's going to be it's going to be at the Superdome. But that's you know they um, so it, it's a bunch of cities that, that that gather together to like the Olympics to 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 make their bid to host a game like that because the revenue. 
a game like that would bring into that city. So I can understand if if the if the Yorks went in and put a bid to 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 host a game like that. I'm sure there was there was going to have to be a fee for that, non-refundable. Okay, but if there was, uh, as you guys were mentioning off air, it was practically a sellout, right? There were actually about four thousand tickets available that you could buy through StubHub or at the, I believe, at the gate up until on, a couple on, on hours the day, on the day of the game. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's yeah. less than a six percent vacancy. because yeah. it holds seventy thousand. So. I'm wondering, you know, where does the loss come in? I mean, they can't imagine that they'd have to get 100% capacity to make a profit. So I'm trying to see if where there would be a loss. I, I, I don't get it. Yeah. What am I missing here? I, I, well, I, don't, I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't think the NCAA loses because they got yeah. their money. Yeah, they got, yeah. They, got, they got their money. They got yeah. to share the gate. The uh, Santa Clara and San Jose, they, you know, they. I don't think they lost any money. It depends on how much they put up for, you know, hotel, food, venue. Uh, over time, you have to pay the cops uh, to be, because of all the bunch of streets that were blocked off. I mean, well, it was it was really well, ridiculous. That's the thing is, before you uh, put your bid in to host this stuff, you got to budget all that but, stuff but, out. But you yeah. but you put in the bid to host this thing a long long time before your your city was selected. So so it's just, just like anything else. There's a fee for that. But uh, but but you 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 figure the four dollars would get that money back um, on on some of the share of. Uh, I, where where did you read that the forty nine? Uh, I just I heard it I heard it on the radio and you know those guys on the radio you can't trust them one bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. As when I was doing talk shows, we used to have a lot of fun just throwing out our opinions. You know what's interesting though to me, two thousand five hundred miles away, Clemson from San Jose. I think uh, Tusk or where Santa, Santa, you, uh, uh, South Carolina. South right? Carolina. Yeah. Alabama's campus is about. Uh, more like twenty three hundred miles. So you think about it, all those people who came out that did come out. They they spent a pretty penny coming out here, you know, to 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 fly all the way out here or drive all the way out here. I got a kick out of Dabo Sweeney after the game. He he was saying, you know, we took that bus all the way across the country <laughs> to this place here in California, and wow, well, we had such a good time. You know, he was. I loved the fact that he was so enthusiastic. He didn't care if they played it on the planet mars as long as they had a chance to win it so it was a weird I interviewed, I interviewed a couple of alabama fans that came from the uk is that wow. right well i was wondering wow. how many people were in the audience who were local because you yeah. know people who graduate from alabama live in california well there's a few yeah yeah, yeah sure I mean, not are. everybody's going to be or in clemson yeah. also there's, yeah. there's a few certainly out here yeah you know i like it's, it's, it's like it, this, this is a really transient Area. There's a yeah. lot of people here from somewhere else. That's right. So, so, there, so there were alum, a lot of alumni yeah. that were here going to the game, and then there were there were some general some general football fans that that that, that saw an opportunity, probably a once in a lifetime opportunity, to attend a game like that. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, as a, of, of all the people that I interviewed, there were there were, there were a lot there were a lot from out of town. There were there were people that, that came down from Oregon. Uh, that, that 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 went to Clemson, but they live in Oregon now. So the, you know that was an opportunity. Where there were there were people from L.A. that came up. So so they, you know they they they, they drew from everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah. You know what's interesting about this thing too is you watch college football today. And it really, I know I'm an older guy, but it really has never been better in terms of the quality of play. And I think a lot yeah. of that has to do with the fact that athletes are so specialized today. This young quarterback, this 19-year-old kid from Clemson, yeah. he played like an NFL star. The kid is 6'6", 215 pounds. And he's 19, and almost, he's 19 almost years 19. old. And, yeah. you know, yeah. he was a big story. I thought, tell me if I'm wrong, Vernon, I thought the big story in that game, and again, we're as we're talking about this, it's a couple of days or a week after the game, 
I thought the big story of the game was Clemson's defense just shutting the door on Alabama emphatically, twice stopping him inside the red zone and yeah. picking off Tua Tungavaloa twice. I mean, that, that to me was the story of the game. Yeah, I think a lot of people were just so overhyped on, on Alabama's defense and Quinn and Williams and how he could be the top overall pick and, and that they were just so tough against the run and then the, 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 the pass and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but nobody talked about Clemson's defense, which was underrated, but it's stingy. They had 52 sacks for the season, and, uh, and, and the run defense was better than Alabama's run defense, but nobody wanted to talk about that. Yeah. It, was, it was like all Alabama, and even Vegas fit into it because Alabama was a five-and-a-half-point favorite to win that game, wow. yeah. and, uh, and, and they just didn't do it. Hey, I wanted to talk yeah, about go. some numbers, that were, sure. and, and I'll bring yeah. you in on this one. Okay. I didn't know if you knew this, but, but, the, but the four big conferences that participated in the playoffs, SEC, ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12, each school, just for qualifying to play, each school received six million bucks. Mm, wow! Right across the board, and and if you were a non-big six school, you got four million dollars per team. But here's the interesting thing: there's no prize monetarily for making or winning the championship game. Is that right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. You get you just get that big fifty. 50 pound trophy and I and I and I held that yeah. it is heavy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I was going to say I know the players can't get paid, but you think the school would be able to make a little something? Uh, the, play, the players get swag at where you'd be surprised. Oh, okay. any, any, yeah. Anything from uh from from wireless headphones to, to just real just really cool stuff. You know, they 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 get for watches like that. Yeah, it's probably some monetary uh, maximum value. And I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I think it's fine that college athletes get a little something because they are bringing in a heck of a, a lot, lot of, of revenue. Money, yeah. The revenue they from do, the f- well, they, they, they do get they, they do get some per diem money yeah. when they travel on the road. But like, what I'm saying, Vernon, like, and, and, and Edward, they, they get like 20, 30 bucks. Like, sure, sure. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, what I'm saying, Vernon and Edward, yeah, is yeah. That those sports, football and basketball, basically, and I love the other sports, the women's sports and the secondary sports, but the football and basketball programs fund the other sports because you get 50,000, 20,000, 10,000, 8,000 people showing up paying okay, a lot so, of money. Okay, so here's the other part of this yeah. is how many of those players are getting a full-ride scholarship? I would say a lot. That, well, in the case of both of those programs, yeah. a lot of them. Lot okay, of, so in that case, they're in effect, they're getting paid what the well, tuition getting, would be. Yeah, they're getting right? a full ride. They're getting a they free, are, you know, free so college tuition. Yeah, which but is a lot but, of money. But they're also, they're also playing – Football. They're preparing for football. They're practicing football, and they're taking a full load of school. It's you know, oh, it's not easy. I know. No. I totally know that. Yeah. And and I'm not. I'm not necessarily adverse to to them getting paid either. Well, you know? they are getting paid, like you said. They're getting a free education. That's yeah. that's getting a that that's yeah, pretty good in this day and age. Oh yeah. You know how I much mean, it costs to send a kid to school? You uh, know. I know. It's and a, Vernon I, knows. I, I, I thought. Yeah, I thought. I'm going to find out soon. <laughs> I thought Tulane was going to be fairly cheap because it was yeah. in Louisiana and no. things are cheap in Louisiana. It's a private uh, school. Yeah. No, it's seventy thousand dollars a year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, know yeah. Much, you know how much it yeah. costs for my parents to send me to a private school back in the 1970s? Two thousand a year. No, no, for four years. Oh. Twenty five thousand for four years. Yeah. That's and that was Everything. Right. That included yeah. flying, that included room and board, that included tuition, books, everything. And because, and because I was in-state and went to Virginia, yeah. which was a state school, I was only, well, my, my dad, I should say, uh, like it was like you know, 800 bucks a semester. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, that was but, it. But back then, uh, there weren't round balls, they were all square. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and we walked the class uphill. That's Both right. ways. In the snow. In the snow. In the snow. Dan, yeah. turn right. That's, That's it. right. Hey, guys, we're going to cut to our <laughs> first trivia question yeah. here, all right? We're talking football. 
Uh, let's see here. What player led the NFL with 27 rushing touchdowns in 2003? Oh. So you have to go back. Uh, okay. This is what, years. 15, 16 years. 15 years. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, should I give you the hint now? Yeah, give me a hint because it's funny. The last, I don't know about Vernon, but the last 15 years, it becomes a blur because I've covered so much of this. Yeah. Anything prior to, say, 1990 I can, or 1980 even, yeah. I can remember more because I was more of a fan. Yeah. You know, I'm a fan today, but I'm... You know, when you're doing what Vernon and I do, which you're, you're, you're out there covering yeah. this stuff all the time, it's just, you know, it blurs together. Okay, he played in the AFC. Okay. That, that gives you half of it, right? Okay. Okay, and I'll and, tell you, and, and again, in the West. It's just okay. what, again, for the listeners, just rolling in the door. What's the question again? Uh, did, what player led the NFL with 27 rushing touchdowns in 2003? 2003. And he played in the division with uh, Raiders, Denver. Okay. Okay, back and then, I think it was Seattle yeah, yeah. <laughs> back then, okay. and the Chiefs, right? Okay, okay. Uh, you stay forgot with the us. Chargers. Dead in Chargers, yeah, don't yeah. stay with us. Torticon One Hundred and One will be there. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. 
It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003 Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan and Vern Glenn. Uh, Question number one, what player led the NFL with 27 rushing touchdowns in 2003? It wasn't a guy. Vernon, I I don't know if you have a guess on this, but I'm I'm guessing it wasn't a guy on the Raiders. Correct. The Raiders were not very good that year. That was the year after they'd been to the Super Bowl and got blown out. Okay, I'll I'll give you the the, the team. Okay. Played for the Chiefs. Oh, it was that guy that played like two or three years and he he was gone, right? I think so. Yeah. Because you don't don't remember. Think Think religion. Was he? No, I'm, I'm, I'm just. I haven't had enough sleep lately. <laughs> oh, oh, not, not Christian Okoye. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. But that would have been. Yeah, along he was. The lines. He was around only a few years. Yeah. yeah. Priest, Ho- it, Priest Holmes. Priest Holmes. Yeah, that's I've right. Think religion priest. Priest <laughs> Holmes. Remember yeah. him? Yes, I do. He was, he was yeah. good. Yeah, for a couple years yeah. he was. Okay. That, that's a that's a statistic, by the way. That's kind of skewed because if you feed the guy a ball a lot. Yeah. You know, and he's your only go-to guy, and you got a good running game, but you don't have a whole lot else. Yeah, that guy deserves to be the champion rusher, but is he really that much better than anybody else in the league? Well, it's funny you mention that because I lost a bet uh, when the Raiders played the Redskins when they were the L.A. Raiders. Right. Um, because one of the bets – you can bet on almost anything, sure. right? One of the bets was uh, who would get more rushing yardage um, – uh, Riggins or Marcus Allen. Oh. Now, if you remember, that just happened to be the one. That Marcus Allen had that fantastic well, yeah, run. He yeah, ran like run 150 yards yeah. in one play. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I had bet on Riggins because I he was their diesel, right? Yeah, I mean, he was just sure. he was the go-to guy for that reason. Yeah. I kind of figured they just keep feeding him the ball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, well, the year before he had had a big game oh, against yeah. uh, Miami. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I remember I was covering that game. I, I was down at Pasadena for that game. I was good with the yeah. do, with the Mark Marks brothers. Clayton, oh, you're talking Mark about Clayton Duper and, and uh, Duper, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, you know, I want to mention here again, uh, you know, it's funny, we're, uh, we're talking about college football being a little different than, than the pros. One of the things I really uh, actually enjoyed was Alabama when they got to, uh, you know, close to the red, red zone, or when they were in fourth down. They took out Tua, and they put in the running back, mm. just, you know, just boom, to hike it oh, to yeah. him. Yeah. Well, that, that's that's a design wildcat formation. That's a that's a it's where where he can they they just snap it right back to him, and then he just dances around and just finds you know finds the gap, and then just runs runs right through. And, it. and what they, they I think they did it four times, and they well, got the first yeah. down every time. Yeah, and that lends to what I was saying earlier: the specialty of sports today, where kids literally start playing in these organized leagues at age 10, 12, even sometimes younger than that, and you know, it's good and bad. Good that you get these incredible athletes, but bad that a kid just pours himself in, totally in the, or one herself yeah. into one sport at the expense of the others. And I think some kids burn out on it. I don't know. You know, I don't know if you, what you think, Vernon, because you got a couple of youngsters, your own kids. One of them is a pretty mm-hmm. good swimmer. Um, and I know he's really into that. Uh, you know, he's not going to make a profession out of it. But, I mean, the amount of time he must spend in the pool. Yeah, in fact, yeah, he's got he's got practice today. In fact. Yeah, oh yeah, um, yeah. In 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 the in these in, in this day and age, uh, kids you know kids play everything, and then they they by, probably by the eighth grade 
they've gravitated to one sport, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and that's that's it. That's that's what happened with our guys. Uh, by the time the freshman year hit, uh, you know, we, we we have swimmers in our family, and then we have one baseball player. But but in any event, you know, one was good enough to swim in college, still is, and then I have uh, then we have a, a, a one in high school that has designed to go even further than that. So we'll mm-hmm. just kind of see where it works. But he's but he he reasoned. You know, by by at least uh, you know going that route, it, it's a great way to see the world. Oh yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of good point. There's a lot of meats out of out of country that you normally would not get to, unless uh, you know you were, you know, a, a, a gifted player. So and, let me ask you uh, then, because um, I remember being in high school and we, there were some specific you know star athletes, right? And when it was football season, they played football. When it was basketball season, they played basketball. Uh, and there think, still are some kids, and a lot of kids actually still do that. Most kids do that. I'm just talking yeah. about the, the, the super athletes, you know, the kids that are playing for, like, Clemson and Alabama. I mean, those are special kids, um, you know. That's true. I mean, those are guys that are that are gifted. I mean, the, the guys you see in the NFL, you think about it, with rare exception, with rare exception, almost every one of those people was a, practically a prodigy. And we take that for granted as, as you know, casual Fans that yeah. these guys and women that you know because the women's sports are becoming more prominent, mm-hmm. really uh, you know are special. They're incredibly gifted people, and it's not just that, guys. It it it, it goes even goes even further. Let, let's just let's just take let's just take Clemson quarterback uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence yeah. had a monster monster game. True freshman. He's 19 years old. He's six foot six. Yeah. Gifted at everybody's saying, oh, he's you know he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> But but he, he, even even with him, he's got a uh, he's got a quarterback coach. He's got a strength and conditioning coach. Mm-hmm. He's got a nutritionist. You know, he's got a uh, you know he's he, he, he's got all these different kind of. You know, he probably has probably has a coach to work with his footwork. He probably has uh, you know. He, then there's then there's a coach who sits down and watches film. You know where and and it, it, it's it's all these it's it's it, it, it's funny. All you have all these coaches. You know, trying trying to. You know, design and and refine this one player to get him ready for the next level. Well, and look at how many coaches Great. there are. When we were yeah. kids watching the NFL, I remember we're back in the '60s and '70s. You know, you had eight a staff of eight, and maybe a couple of people on the sidelines, equipment people, and so on. Now it's a staff of nineteen or twenty. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it's funny yep. thinking about this guy, uh, Trevor Lawrence. It, it's interesting. I was sitting sitting back last night. Well, last night, yeah, you know, we were recording this uh, just the day after the game. And and I'm thinking, okay, you know, we, we've talked about this before, where you know, when it, when a college team does really well, kids in high school are going to want to play for that team, sure, right? Sure. Now, well, not well, not necessarily, not sure. necessarily, but they're top flight quarterback, yeah. And and and, and Clint comes knocking your door. I mean, you you look at that roster. You you look at you know if 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 you're if 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 you're a senior right now. And, and and you're you're being recruited by Clemson. You're not going to get on the field. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is he, he's a freshman. No, no. But let's let's say he's not. Get, let's say you're not a. Play. Well, wait. But if you're a running back, though, I I would think I would want to play for a team where this guy is freshman and now he's going to be a sophomore. But you know what's interesting? Nick Saban is such a mythical figure. I mean, what is he? Was six national titles, yeah. seven national titles. I heard a story, and maybe Vernon's heard this story, about some kid who's a pretty good player who's playing for Alabama today who was being recruited by other schools, and he was ready to commit to this other school. As a matter of fact, he'd, he'd kind of given the other school his verbal commitment. Nick Saban shows up at his doorstep, and he's like, 
there's Nick Saban. It's like, yeah. you know, he's looking at a rock star. He's looking at a guy who could, this guy could be the biggest figure in my life next to my dad. And so he switched his, I mean, that can make yeah. a difference. In college football, there are still some coaches like that. The guy that just retired at Ohio State, Urban Meyer, is like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to yeah, say Woody yeah, Hayes. And you know what? They, yeah, and the same thing happened with. The, I'll just let's just use Najee Harris for an example. Oh yeah, he, he's a, he's a kid from right in our backyard, Antioch, California, yep. Bay Area, and uh, he he's a guy that uh, that that was offered free ride, full ride from from every SEC school, every Big Ten school, every ACC school. I mean, every, every school that there is. He was the number one a couple of years ago. He was the number one recruited star, and and. And I can remember Jim Harbaugh coming out here three and four times, just to, just to you know touch base with him. Yeah. And, and and in the end, it came down between Michigan and Alabama, and he chose Alabama. You know, it was interesting. Now he, so now he's now he's in that three back rotation. Yeah. And um, he's playing a fair amount, but not as much as he did well, in high school. I, well, that's the other thing is I wonder well, how much can well, you like tell the coach? L- listen, I I want to guarantee that. I'm going to play if I if I give you a commitment. It's you know an 18 year old kid telling a guy. Well, it's the parents usually. They're yeah, kinda... they do. They may try to do that, but the coach. That's the part, Vernon, that fascinates me. And I, I you've dealt a lot more with college coaches than I have because I haven't covered as much college sports as you have. But college coaches have to play that fine line between being an authoritarian figure and being the father figure, who's the nice guy who, yeah. you know brings your kid along through school, that's a tough yeah. deal. I, I would yeah. rather be an NFL coach with all the pressures that go with it than be a college coach with the recruiting. I think that's the toughest job in sports is being a college football recruiter. It is, Yeah, it is. Yeah, and and, and your top recruiters are not the head coach. The head coach no, comes no. in yeah. and essentially is the closer, closer, the closer yeah. For, yeah. For, yeah. for the that's deal. Good point. So, uh, good point. In, in, the case of, in, in the case of, you know, Najee Harris, he, he, he has – he has dreams of playing in the National Football League. So he knows that these top-flight programs are going to get you ready for the next level and look at all of the NFL players that Alabama turns out. Yeah. So he, know, he, knows, he knows he's going to play in a pro-style offense. He knows that that, that 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 entire offensive line is going to get drafted to the NFL. And so, uh, so, so, so why not refine my game to get ready to, you know, to, to, to be a top pick? Yeah. I like the story of uh, I think wasn't it Damian Lillard who had uh, stayed with was it Weaver State because uh, they were the only ones who were interested in him and then originally. once he originally yeah, yeah and after he was doing really well in college then all these other big colleges come after him and he goes no you know what you didn't look at me before I'm staying I've here. always liked him he's a local for yeah. those that don't know yeah. who Damian Lillard is he's a local kid from Oakland he plays for the Portland Trailblazers. Great young man. I mean, he really is a good, good kid. Good head on his shoulders. But uh, he, he he walked from his house to the Warriors facility for his tryout. Is that right? I did not know. I that. don't know how long. I don't know how long that walk is. Well, he, well, he, he, well, he lives in Oakland, so it was a short walk in West Oakland to to, to the Warriors facility. Yeah. But that that's the story. He walked over. I mean, he was so close. He just walked over for his mm. for his tryout for his look seat. I mean, that was that was seven years ago. Yeah, but uh, but but he's 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 one of the top flight. Oh yeah, in the league. And he I think did. he really enjoys Portland because Portland is like a big small town. And and I tell you, I worked in Portland for a year. 
and they absolutely adore their Blazers, whether they're bad or good. Usually they're okay. Because they don't have any other team. Okay. That's right. Well, right. they got other teams. They just don't have any big-time big teams. Way. Okay, yeah, yeah. here's our second trivia question. We're going to a break here. How many games made up the NFL regular season schedule in 1982? All right. Oh, I got that, that one. That's our, that's our trivia question. I got that one. Okay, stay with us. Sports <laughs> Econ 101. We'll be right back. We're here with Mark Humph and Edward Brown of PacificPrivateMoney.com and the best of investing, heard Saturdays at noon. One of the things that you talk about in your weekly radio program is mortgage investing. Help us better understand, Mark, what exactly is that? Edward and I coined the term mortgage investing to describe two primary types of investing in real estate secured note instruments, and those are direct note investments and mortgage funds. Both have different advantages, and some of our investors prefer one over the other, though Many of our investors participate in both. And Edward, help us understand, is this considered then more passive or active investing? It's definitely passive. And one of the problems with investing in individual notes is that when you get paid off, your money gets returned to you. And then unless you have another note to invest in, it's sitting idle. Whereas if you're in the fund, it's diversified amongst a lot of loans and it's constantly working for you. So for example, direct note investing is a more active strategy requiring you to review loan information and you need to be able to make decisions quickly. It's become very competitive recently, and the best notes can often be difficult to obtain. So mortgage fund investing is a more passive investment strategy that can best be described as being like a mutual fund of real estate secured mortgages. In fact, that's one of the reasons why Mark started the fund was he would have a loan that he could potentially fund, and there were too many clients who wanted it. By having a fund, the fund has first right to fund any loans that we have. What about the track record? So at Pacific Private Money, we have a nine-year track record of zero losses to our investors. And that's across over 1,200 loans totaling more than $400 million. Our investment strategy is a way to generate returns currently averaging more than 7.5%, all secured by California real estate. Call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 or visit their website, pacificprivatemoney.com. All investments have inherent risk due to market fluctuation, and your individual results may vary based on the investment. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investments or investment strategies. A special offer for Bay Area residents. Alcatraz Cruises is launching its second annual Buy One, Get One Free, or BOGO, ticket promotion. These tours from Alcatraz Cruises often sell out during the year, but they've made it a priority to educate the community about the robust history of the island. As a result, Alcatraz Cruises wants to encourage local residents to experience the assets that make Alcatraz Island one of the country's most visited national parks. Offered only to Bay Area residents, this special buy one, get one free ticket promotion is available only on select dates in January and February. For more information, visit AlcatrazCruises.com slash BOGO. That's AlcatrazCruises.com slash B-O-G-O. To book this special buy one, get one free offer, Bay Area residents can call 415-981-7625. Or you can purchase tickets at the ticket booth located at Pier 33 Alcatraz Landing. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan and Vern Glenn. Second trivia question was, how many games made up the NFL regular season schedule in 1982? Well, they had to strike that year, and because of the strike, seven weeks were wiped out. So they only played, I believe it was nine games. And it's interesting, the 49ers won the Super Bowl that previous year. That was the year I came home from New York and covered the stretch drive of that. And the next year, they... They lost every home game. They played five home games, lost them all, and won all, 
Actually, I think it was – was it seven? It was seven or nine. It was one of those two. They lost five at home, and they uh, – see, I'm <laughs> – that's the trouble when you get to be my age. The numbers just kind of blur. Anyway, it was like around seven or eight or nine. So I'm going to say he, nine. He, nine, that is correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very go. good yeah, due yeah. to the 57-day they lost, they lost all their home games. The defending – Super Bowl champion 49ers lost all their home games. Well, it's because the strike. It was too emotionally uh, tr- oh, yeah. troubling for them. <laughs> that was a terror. It was a throw. It was a lost year. It was a waste. It was. Yeah, it was too bad. And uh, it was interesting. That was an interesting year, too, because the Raiders had moved to Los Angeles. That oh, that's year, right. But they still hadn't moved their facilities. So they practiced here in Oakland and flew the day of the games. And I used to, I had traveled with them a little bit in the, in the 70s because I was working in Eureka TV. And believe it or not, they would. Invite me to go on their trips. I actually got invited to go on several trips down to L.A. with the team on their flight from Oakland. It was wow. the weirdest experience in the world. And they got knocked out. Of, they, it would not happen today. No, it would not happen today. It was a different era. And I was good buddies with a guy who was real close to Al, Al Davis. And Al Davis was like, you know, he was very loyal to people who were loyal to him. So he he was trying to cultivate me as a as a uh, media person who was always going to favor him. And that was the, the year that Washington beat that, uh, the Miami Dolphins, right? Yes, yeah, it was. Okay, okay. Yes, it was. Because the next year, at Washington lost to the Raiders, who had just moved yeah. to L.A. And then that was their court. first full year in L.A. in 1983. Yeah. But it was interesting also. I mean, I'm going off on a tangent about this. But 1982, the first game as the L.A. Raiders, the first game that they played in the NFL as the L.A. Raiders, they played against the defending champion 49ers at Candlestick Park, Marcus Allen's first game, and guess who won that game? The Raiders did. They yeah. beat the defending champions, and they won their first game as the L.A. Raiders. And they did not play a home game that year until after the strike. So they didn't actually play in L.A. until sometime, I think it was in early November, late October. I wonder, I wonder when L.A. finally embraced them. Yeah, they <laughs> Probably did. just the yeah, day I mean, that they announced yeah, it. Yeah, you know, L.A. is a funny area. I mean, I, my parents grew up there. I spent a lot of time down there. and It's just... Vern's been down there a bunch of time, and you have too. Yeah. You know, fans are there's so much going on down there, and there's so many people. I, I think, that, yeah. I think there only there's really only two two teams that they follow with with great passion: Dodgers. the Dodgers and the Lakers. Yeah, and, that's and, right, and and, and that's, that's to, true. Yeah, and maybe and to us, and, and then and then after that. USC Trojans yeah. football. Yeah. USC Trojans yeah. football, yeah. And and back in the day, the UCLA Bruins basketball. Yeah, oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. But, I mean, the, yeah, they have their their cult fans that follow the Kings and the Angels and, the and, you know, the other teams. But uh, even the, the Rams the Cl- have and turned – And the Clippers. And the Clippers and yeah. the Rams have turned a lot of people on, again, because they're back in town. And Jared Goff, our local kid here from Marin County, is – tearing it up so hey yeah you know you know it's interesting you mentioned about the ucla bruins and that would have been when jabbar played with them and oh, all yeah. that they were bill walton bill walton yeah. yeah so then after that he wasn't jabbar then he was lou else that's right yep. yeah, yeah that's right and remember his uh his given na- name his first name yes ferdinand was it? wasn't it? ferdinand yeah, very good right. that's yeah, right yeah. i i tricked you on that last yeah. time that was about four years ferdinand. ago um but anyway uh so then what happens when i, I guess what was it just when a team just starts not playing well that, well, that doesn't they're... happen overnight it happens yeah. usually over a period of years nowadays vernon i'd like to get your th- thought on this because this is an interesting topic nowadays with the turnover especially in professional sports with free agency, yeah. teams can turn it around if they get the right coach and the right players and the right mix, you know, almost overnight. You've seen teams yeah. go from the doghouse to the penthouse overnight sometimes. It's happened. Yeah, you have, the, the, the theory is this. Uh, 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 among the power teams, whether it's the Warriors or the Patriots or whatever, usually the shelf life is about four or five years. 
And usually by that by that fourth year, other teams have 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 adopted the same model in building their team, or their their level of play has elevated where they can they can truly compete with them. While the power teams' uh, level of play is is, is I don't want to say it's down, but 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 the turnover has come in. So 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 the challenge is to is is, is to bring in keep bringing in talent. To, to, to keep your level of play and to, to keep that bar raised so, so it doesn't dip. And it's also and, like a, a pro team is like a college program in the sense you have a program in place, you have the same coach. For instance, Belichick has been in New England for years. He's got some of the same front office people. Um, for years, the reason the Raiders were so good and the Steelers were so good in football was that they basically had the same people, Chuck Noll, John Madden, but more than that, they had people in the front office. And I think the same thing is true with the New York Yankees. You know, Brian Cashman, uh, give him some credit. He's got a great supporting cast. Here in Oakland, Billy Bean hasn't taken his team to world titles, and they haven't been good all the time, but they've, won- they've been in the playoffs eight times with a limited budget. In seventeen years, that's not too bad, or eighteen years, whatever it's been. So, well, that's I mean that that, that I mean that's the standards with which they you know that, that they go by. Mm-hmm. Cashman is his his checkbook is a little bit more fatter than it is. Than, it helps. Than, that helps. <laughs> no question. But that's not but, the but end I, all. But I, I, but I credit yeah. the Patriots for, for for having this business model. Oh yeah, and and and, and being able to win ten straight divisions. You know, because of it, mm-hmm. and, then, and then after you win the division, then it's all a crapshoot. You know, you, you you want to get those home games for the playoffs. And speaking so, of, and, and so it's no secret, all four teams for the divisional round are, are favorites at home. Speaking of a crapshoot, how about the Chicago Bears Philadelphia game the other day? It comes down to a field oh. goal, and the guy gets frozen on the first one, which is good. The coach calls a timeout, and then he kicks the second one, hits the upright, and doinks off. Your whole season goes into the toilet because of one kick. I mean, that's what I – I'd be honest with you, Vernon. Tell me if you agree with me, and Edward also. As a fan, I, it may drive the fans crazy, but that's what I love about it because it gets yeah. you so emotionally all jacked up. You know, that's why we love sports. I know, well, how, how many times do they try to ice the kicker? He misses on the iced one, but he makes it on the other yeah, one. Yeah. This one, it, it yeah. worked out perfectly for him. And and it's, it, I appreciate the uh, the other Bears players where they realize, you know what, we all had a part to play in this. Yeah. Sure, he could have won it. On the kick, yeah, their defense could have stopped Nick Foles, but they didn't. Yeah, at the at the critical point in the game, and give Nick Foles credit; he has something kind of special that we don't, you know, you can't quantify in numbers. But I wonder, you know, Chicago being kind of a tough town, I wonder if this uh, poor kicker's received any death threats. Oh, that happens. Yeah, unfortunately, you never. You know. I don't know about death threats, but uh, but man, it's uh, I I I feel for him. But uh, boy, a game like that that is that is truly the definition of. That's how the ball bounces. You know what's interesting, though? I, re- I read today. I read today in the paper, and I, I'm one of these people who still actually reads the paper, that a, a player on the Philadelphia defense actually partially deflected that ball, and, oh. and that's why it did not go online. It was just it was just a flick, just a, you know, maybe oh, a I finger. Oh, that. Okay. And it yeah. counted. It was later counted as a block, a blocked field goal. How but, did they – did? It's, well, the replay. I mean, with HD television. I mean, with all the replays and all the. But they didn't the say film. that. I didn't see that on well, TV no, for but, hours. But, I know, but they weren't looking at that particular thing because it didn't look like it did yeah, get blocked yeah. because it just looked it's, like it was kind of. It was it just he he deflected it just enough off its course so that it hit the upright. Yeah. It was going to make it inside probably that upright, but it hit the inside of the upright and, and then, then the doinked off bar. the crossbar. And he, and he had what four of those? Did he? 
Well, yeah, he, I think in one, yeah, in he, one season. Yeah, he's he's had some weird kind of things happen. It's you know that's a great thing about sports. It's just yeah. a lot of times it comes down to luck. Hey, one, one quick thing here. Uh, this is I've had this for a few weeks, <laughs> just waiting to to bring it up. So Antonio Brown. Uh, doesn't show up in Pittsburgh, and a fan writes, he goes, my father taught me as a kid when I agreed to something, I follow through with the agreement. And if I sign my name to a contract, there's no question but to follow through with the contract. Too often the elite of football and basketball league seems to be, uh, they, they believe that they are above doing what they are paid to do. And in too many cases, they're allowed to slip through and get by with it. Uh, Brown, by his antics, helped his team lose not only in the field but in pocketbooks of many others because he just saw it to that uh, support staff, vendors, and other people who make money uh, providing goods and services. So it didn't just affect him it, or no, even the team, you know, but it affected you know, a lot of other that's people. That's the world we live in today. These athletes are given huge sums of money. Who's paying them all this money? You know, and in, in, in enabling them to, to be able to have that freedom. But, but okay, I don't so, think so, it's such a bad thing. I mean, the athletes, people come to see the athletes. They don't come to see the owners. No, they don't true, come true. to see the but, logo. But when you sign a contract. Okay, I, no. so, okay. Hey, listen, wait, I'm playing on. devil's advocate here. I know. I know. I know. I okay, so if I'm, uh, well, Al Davis is gone, but let's right. pretend Al Davis was around, right? right? So I'm Al Davis, and suddenly, you know, someone who I agreed to make this, well, I guess what, Jamarcus Russell, right? Right. Gets this big contract, and he's kind of a bust. Does does uh, Al Davis get to go, yeah, no, I, I'm not going to pay you this year because you didn't do well. Well, Al Davis no. has got tons of money. This, this kid's <laughs> going to be playing. Yeah, but this kid's playing. All right, all right. I understand <laughs> yeah. the business part of it, Edward. I do. I'm just saying, from a standpoint of the – I'm going to sound like a socialist here, but these guys are workers. These are the people yes, that make are. this. Without them, there is no game. Okay, true. And I have no problem with them making as much money as they can. I'm glad but, Steph Curry's making. 30 oh no, million no I'm not year. talking about that part. I'm talking about the part about of not honoring you your contract. Yeah. All right, you know, I guess this kind of thing happens in the workplace and all sorts of. I, let Vernon check in on this because <laughs> I'm getting emotional about this, Vernon. I'm sorry. Go uh, ahead. Well, I, I I know guys in in my industry they've had, that have had contracts that have broken the contract to 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 move on to get to get into other things and and uh, if you break the contract you break the it, it's it's uh, in the case of one guy that I'm thinking of he uh, he had a, he had a three year contract but uh, sought to get out of the business so he broke the contract and got out of the business entirely and into another field so it's not like he walked across the street to work for another TV station he just. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he just wanted to get out. He broke the contract. Sure. In, in coaching, coaches have contracts, but they coaches coaches quit and take other jobs at other schools all the time. They just you know, they, there, there's all kinds of buyout clauses and uh, and it just just ways to to get out of it. Uh, yeah. it, it it just it, it just happens everywhere. And, and, and unless there's a there's an iron class system in place, I mean you you you, know, you, you there's 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 some kind of wiggle room to get out. Well, here, here's contract. here's one of the problems is that you you know you can't get a substitute person like, uh, you know, I can't fill in for um, Tom Brady, right? If Tom Brady can't just say, "Gee, I'm not going to play," but but I got someone else to fill my shoes, <laughs> right? You know, so it's it's a very personalized uh, sport. In fact, this happened even in the uh, in the tax system. When they were trying to, to years ago, they had an extra tax on personal service corporations, 
and uh, it was a very high tax. Oh, geez. And, I and, really feel sorry for those guys at the top of the <laughs> list. Well, they're, they're really suffering. Well, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Pete Rose yeah. th- that this happened to him, where he basically was trying to get out of paying this extra tax. Okay. Uh, because he says, no, I'm just, you know, I'm just a corporation and, and the uh, mm. uh, sounds IRS. Like, sounds like Pete Rose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him, though, no, you know? No, hey. but the, the IRS said, yeah, no, the thing is, it, yeah. it's a personal service thing where, okay. like, you're being hired because of you. I see. You know, any Joe Blow couldn't just fill in for playing, you know, first base back then. He was getting closer to retirement, so he was playing yeah. first base. Edward, I hate to say it. One of the reasons I got into sports was it because I, all this stuff that you're talking about, even though I know this is supposed to be a business show, it just doesn't interest me. And I know that it, it's fascinating to some people. It's numbers. It's it, it, it motivates a lot of people. To me, it's like the icing on the cake of life. No, me too. I mean, I, I like sports because I like sports. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just happen to find it interesting when you know they're talking about oh, hundreds a, of millions of dollars. A, it's a go, big. Par- it's a big part of it. It's what drives it, and I can't ignore that by any means. But I just think that in the case, for instance, of this game that was played at Levi Stadium, what? Why did they think of playing a game out here in the West Coast where there's no interest? There is no interest. Relatively, well, they, they felt, relatively speaking, in the Bay Area for college football on but, that but level, but they did get almost full. They did. I'm, yeah. sa- I'm not saying they no. didn't. And, they did, and, 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 and we are a few years removed from the Super Bowl being. Yeah, I understand all yeah. that. I oh, do. True. I do. I, I guess I'm a purist. I liked it in the well, old days when you had the bowl games and you had you know four playoff games. All this stuff. It's just it's overkill. But you know, again, I'm from a different era. <laughs> he wants to go back to the uh, no, na- I, no, na- no, no, no. Major no, League Baseball, I, National you, versus you, American, you, you, one you team. That's it. You can't turn okay. the clock back. Okay. I know. I know. All right, guys. All right. Last trivia. I'm question. an old fuddy duddy. I'm old curmudgeon. Last trivia question. <laughs> Who was the first openly gay player drafted by an NFL team? All right. Yeah. Don't I should touch know that one because I remember it was just a few years ago. That's right. Yeah. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. 
So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan and Vern Glenn. Last trivia question, who was the first openly gay player drafted by the NFL team? I'm gonna let Vernon try that one. I, was I, he? But what, was he? Was he? Was he? Did he come out at the time? Uh, no, he he came out before because then he was drafted. Yeah. So he he was a very good college player, and if I'm not mistaken, I think that he he was drafted by the Rams. Mm. I, mm. It's escapes uh, me because I, I, I don't think I want. I want. I I'm thinking. I'm I'm, I'm trying to. Re- I'm thinking. Was it a lineman? Uh, I I think he was a, either a linebacker. Or front four, but he didn't play very long. No, yeah, Michael Sam. Oh, yes. remember that, yes. Michael Sam. Yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. him. And, yeah. we were, and we were speculating, not that we want to get into this because we don't have time. How many gay players probably play in the NFL today, but it's, are just deathly afraid to come out of the yeah. closet? Yeah, I, I, I bet I you there's know. at least a couple of dozen. Probably. There's, yeah, I'm probably. sure there's not just there. I'm sure there's a ton in the. In the in the NBA, the NHL. Oh yeah, probably all the sports. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and by the way, Bruce, getting back to what we were talking about before, uh, there was a book. I think his name is Chester Karras. Uh, he does like motivational speaking stuff like that. And he wrote a book. You don't get what you deserve. You get what you negotiate. Yeah. And that's true. No, that's true. Right. Uh, I you're, mean, a, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely, I will not argue with that. All right. And with that non-argument, we're going to cut to our thoughts of the day. Inner peace begins the moment you choose not to allow another person or event to control your emotions. Right? That's a good idea. i got to stay off Facebook. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that don't give you some inner peace. No, I have some sure. fun times with it, but, you know, sometimes it's, it gets ridiculous. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm right there with you. And sometimes you have to let things go so there is room for better things to come in your life. Just let it go. Just let it go. Yes. Words of wisdom, hey, Vern? There they are, indeed. Okay. Tune, tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and also asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.